episode number 69. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So this will be my last episode while I'm on my family trip, as I will be heading back to Israel in a couple of days. This trip was probably my longest family visit ever since we moved to Israel in 2009, aside from the summer when I came in for my book tour, which was in 2016. But this trip was significantly longer than the typical two to three weeks that we usually take to visit. I was privileged to be able to take about five weeks this summer to visit my family and friends and also continue to work while I was here. I feel like it's been a lot more than five weeks, actually, because so much has happened in such a short amount of time. If you recall from a few episodes ago, an aunt of mine passed away the day I landed here on July 18th. And so I spent the first part of my vacation at the funeral and sitting with my cousin, who was mourning the loss of her mom. And while there was so much sadness there, it was also a blessing because I had the opportunity to be able to be with family and not just be with them, but really have quality time with them, which I usually don't get on these trips. And what else? Uh, My mom took me to the place where she buys yarn for knitting so that she could have me pick out some beautiful scarves and other things that she could make for me for the winter. And while I was at the store, I even took a crocheting class so that I could have a project while I was here. I did a little bit of shopping with some of my family members, but I'm not a big shopper at all. So it's not like I'm sad I didn't have enough time to do that. My kids got to go to summer camp for a few weeks, which enabled me to have free time to work. And during the time that they were at camp, I was preparing for the launch of my beta program for the Stuck Certification Program for Coaches. I shared all about this in my Facebook group and in the newsletter, and I enrolled seven people who will be going through my program for the first time starting in September, which I am so excited about. But more than that, I just feel really blessed that I had the time to be able to make that happen on this trip. My kids not only got to see their first cousins, they got to sleep at their houses. Of course, we celebrated my son's bar mitzvah with like 200 friends and family. And following that, my parents and sister and her family and my brother and his family, we all went down to the beach for our annual family vacation. And another huge thing that happened just a few days after that was that my mom turned 70 and my dad threw her a surprise 70th birthday party for all of their friends and family, which my dad and my sister and my brother and my sister-in-law and I have been planning ever since I arrived. So overall, it was a fantastic trip. I mean, except for the small shoe incident, which was episode 67, I believe, it was really fantastic. I oftentimes get stuck on anticipation when I come to these family visits, which I wrote about in my book, and I shared with you in episode 13, but I really didn't get stuck on anticipation ahead of time. 
I mean, I really didn't have many expectations at all for this trip. And maybe because of that, it was such a good, good visit. The truth of the matter is, I also know quite well why it was such a good visit. And that's because I practiced getting unstuck multiple times a day. I mean, it's not that conflicts couldn't have occurred. They certainly could have. You know, my family of six, we kind of shake things up for my parents. Okay, sorry. (laughs) This is going to be an emotional episode. So what I was saying is my family of six, we kind of shake things up for my parents who are used to living on their own. You know, it's not like we come for like two or three nights. (laughs) We come for like five weeks. And that's a lot. And it could certainly create a lot of emotional, you know, challenging situations, but they were really kept to a minimum. And I really want to acknowledge myself for the work I did on myself, not on anyone else, to keep things pleasant for everyone. I wasn't perfect, but I was really good. And I'm going to speak more about this in next week's episode. So what could I possibly be stuck on now? It was an awesome visit. I mean, really. So I'm sad. (laughs) I always get sad after these visits. Because I don't want to leave my family again. I mean, this is where I grew up. This is where people know me. I mean, really know me. And people know my family, my roots are here, my parents are alive, one of my grandmothers is here. And I guess maybe I'm stuck on desire also, desire to stay. So there's a lot of emotions, lots and lots of them. It was a very emotional trip from the start, and it's ending quite the same. And by the way, emotions are okay. That is what makes us human, The question is, is staying stuck in our emotions serving us? And that's something that we always need to check in with. So S, I take a stop and I take a breath and I just pause from the story or the stories that are going on in my mind. T, I tell myself what I'm stuck on, stuck on sadness and I'm stuck on desire So why am I sad? What kind of desire do I have? That is what I need to uncover. I believe, okay, this is, these are thoughts that are going in my mind. I believe that I'm doing a disservice to my kids for keeping them from my parents, their grandparents. And I ask myself, is that 100% correct? And the answer would be no. Because they do get to see their grandparents once a year. And when they do, it's like a big dose of quantity and quality time with them. My kids look forward to these visits from the minute we return back to Israel each year. Another thought that's in my mind is that I believe I'm hurting my family for living so far away. So I ask myself, is that 100% true? And I don't know. I don't know that. No one's ever said that to me, that I'm hurting them for living so far away. 
Another belief is, I should be living here. And I ask myself, do I know that for sure? And the answer would be no. I don't know where I'm supposed to be living. Is there such a thing as where I'm supposed to be living? I don't know. I believe it's easier living here. Yes, sometimes and in some ways it is easier living here. And you know what? In some ways it's actually harder. I believe I want to live closer to my family. Yes, sometimes. But, you know, sometimes I also feel like my relationships actually grow stronger when I'm farther away from people. So those are some beliefs I just uncovered right now. And none of them were 100% correct. So I move on, see where I can consider. I can consider that I'm doing a service to my kids for raising them in Israel. Their life is good there. They're happy there. They have friends there and they have family there because my husband's entire family lives there. I consider how fortunate I am to be able to make these trips every year and how each trip really improves with each year. I can consider, who knows, we may choose one day to return to the United States. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon or ever, but It is a possibility, and that's what this step is about, the C-step. Consider, it's just recognizing what is in the realm of possibility, and returning to live in the United States is in the realm of possibility. I can consider I could always come back on my own if I need to, and whenever I do come back on my own, even if it's just for a speaking engagement or if it's for a retreat, I could always visit my family. I can consider I will never be 100% complete wherever I live. When I come to the United States for visits, I feel the pull to be in Israel. And when I live in Israel, I oftentimes feel the pull to be here. I can consider trying to keep up with our weekly family Skype sessions, but, you know, that's just not the same. I can consider just holding on to good memories we created because that will always warm my heart. I can consider planning more family trips back to the United States. (laughs) My kids keep saying, when can we see snow? Do you think it'll snow tomorrow? Right, so we're like in August in New Jersey, (laughs) and I keep trying to explain to them, it's not going to snow tomorrow. But yes, again, that's in the realm of possibility. So I choose to consider that I can hold on to the good memories and be grateful that we were able to create them. And I remind myself that it's okay that I got stuck on sadness and desire. It's normal. It happens to all of us. And it's okay. So what about you? Have you ever been in a stuck situation where you're just, on the one hand, you're really happy, and on the other hand, you're sad because you just don't want it to end? Or maybe you've been in a situation where you are stuck on desire for it to last forever. Has that ever happened to you? And if so, can you consider holding on to the good memories that you created? Because as long as you have those memories, they will stay in your heart forever. 
And while that may not be perfect, it may be as close to perfect as you can make it. All right, my dear friends, thank you for hanging in with me while I try to get through this podcast through lots of tears. <laughs> Next week, I really look forward to sharing with you not necessarily a wrap-up of this vacation, but a really interesting perspective on how we measure our growth and our success in our lives. It's probably going to be something not what you expect, and I really hope you tune in and definitely email me. Let me know what you think about it after you hear it. Have a great rest of your day, everyone, and as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.